This message is brought to you by Living Faith Church. You can find us on the web at livingbyfaith.com. I saw a really um, interesting picture in um, in my heart in worship, and I feel like it's. Um, I don't feel like it's just what's happening to me. I feel like there's something happening in the earth. The picture that I saw was, um, I saw the earth split, and I saw the core of the earth. And, you know, a, a volcano, there's tremblings and stuff that happen in the earth, and mountainous volcanoes are the place where the fire and that which is in the core of the earth explodes out and I feel like I feel like God's doing that in the midst of Christianity I feel like there's a core and Jesus represented that core and with, with the best of intentions we can end up so far away from the mountain so far away from the rumblings in the time with the worship um, team before we pray together we actually have our own chat before everything starts and in our chat today I just felt like the Lord said to read a psalm but there was one line in it that struck me just like struck me and it's this with passion I pursue and cling to you because I feel your grip on my life. And I think in a lot of different ways. Um, ones of us that, you know, we're on Wednesday nights for sure, but then just I'm seeing it happen to so many people. Some of it manifests like frustration or agitation. But I think there are a lot of people that love Jesus with everything. And there's a rumbling. There's, there's just a rumbling. There's a, sometimes God even causes it to manifest with huge dissatisfaction in our lives. And um, maybe even that uh, rumbling that makes you look around and say, well, you know, what are you doing, God? I mean, where, where are you on this planet? And I think even those things, how what's happening affects us, be very sensitive to not categorize things that, you know, some things we would say, that's devastation. That's devastation. That's devastating humans. That's violent or vile. And I think we have to be really, really sensitive to the Spirit of God in this day in the earth. And so I feel as we enter into 2022 in so, I think we need to be sensitive what is he teaching us individually? But then what's going to be the effect and influence of it corporately? You know, Jesus had a crew that he drew close to him. And it was, it was just 12 people. <laughs> I've never, I was raised by my spiritual father to never look at numbers. If he had a plan to do something and one person showed up, he would do it. Because he would say, God knew who would show up. 
So I, I really want to encourage you as we enter this year, um, I have a rumbling. It's rumbling so hard right now, I cannot even tell you guys. Like, I wish I wasn't standing here tonight, and yet I'm glad I am. Because everything around us is screaming, screaming for the touch of God. And the Apostle Paul, he prophesied that. He said, the earth's groaning, man. It's groaning. There's a groaning on the planet for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the release of the ones filled. And so I feel really strongly that as we enter into 2022... And the the theme is um, Jesus, the living word. We as faculty are not going to define that for you. We're not going to define what that means for the theme for the year. I wish I had more pictures. I think the volcanic impression that I had tonight and the splitting of the earth, I think that that happened to me in worship as we were going and and even the movements that I could feel in the room felt disruptive, but in the right way. And I think everything that's screaming for the touch of God, he's not going to touch out of a vacuum. He's going to touch out of his body. And so as we go through um, whatever transpires this year, I feel like the heart of it has to do with (laughs) worship. I've had 31 years in this fellowship. And I've, I started by getting baptized in the spirit and being set on fire in a way I never dreamed the way it would happen. And I've learned beautiful doctrine. And I've had the privilege to lead, you know, to grow up and, and lead. And, and I arrive at this place tonight, guys. And I have the privilege to be the director and the pastor of this school. And yet I feel like the entire three plus decades now was just so that I could come to the place to say, Jesus, you just deserve to be worshipped. You just deserve to be worshipped. And I'm not talking about music. I'm talking about everything that the word does in our lives. Should literally release respect and honor to the God who saved us. And the God who continued, I can't answer for you. I think, I mean, I think I'm pretty sound ground. But for me, he saves me every day. Sometimes from my own self. Sometimes from my knowledge. So I really, I want to encourage you to be very open at the movement of God in you. My intention in my own personal experience this year is like to to stand with you guys and say, I mean, because I know in God who I am in the earth. And I will lay every bit of that down to just be his child. To just be his child. So if he put me in a place, and and I say this seriously with humility, but if he put me in a place 
profound authority, but just to admit that nothing matters to me, but that Jesus be honored and released to save the way only he can save. All the knowledge that I have in over three decades, and actually since I was eight, that knowledge isn't what saves me. It's Jesus. It's just Jesus. And so I believe this year we're going to really look at worship because I think the body of Christ has compartmentalized so much of what we know. And we've made this life components of understanding. And it's not that it's wrong to break it down. You know, when you cut the food up for your child, that's not wrong. But they should get to a place where they don't need you any longer to cut it into bite-sized pieces. And I think that's some of what God is doing with us now, that, okay, you've compartmentalized what you understand, and you have healing, and you have faith, and you have Holy Spirit teach all these different teachings. But what is it doing in us individually? Is it causing the ground inside of us to shake and split open so that the core can be released? I think that's incredibly important. Because I know that's what's happening to me. I mean, almost to the point where when I sit alone with Jesus, I wish I didn't have to leave that place. And yet, isn't his provocation inside of us and his inspiration, isn't that to propel us into a public setting where others can see him? How else are they going to see him? I think it's a beautiful time and I think we're going to have an amazing year. And so I encourage you to trust that the just Jesus year was Jesus putting sticks of dynamite in certain places in you so that he could ignite it this year. I'm fascinated by explosives particularly implosion. So, you know, I mean, I don't think for these dynamite guys and stuff, it's a big deal to blow things up. It can be messy, who cares? Implosion takes precision so that there's not destruction of life. And I think there's some things like that with what was planted in us last year. And not, this is like, I'm... I had no idea I would get up here and feel emotional, but I feel incredibly emotional. And I think even that, we have to be very wise to not push some things down or elevate them above something else. I think we need to just let God move inside of us. Let God truly teach us with living word, with Jesus' word, with what Jesus says to us personally. So I feel like... um, And I I feel like that scripture, I'm going to read it again, 
If you don't feel like God has a grip on your life, just be open to letting him cause you to feel that. Because quite honestly, he does. Every human, really. They may not know it. That's the problem. If people don't know it. With passion, I pursue and cling to you. Because I feel your grip on my life. So, I want to just... I'm not going to go very far tonight, I don't think, because I think I've actually already gone pretty much where um, where I want to go. But I, I want us to be open to the, um, the uniting inside of us. I encourage you to be open to God putting together inside of you the puzzle of these compartments, compartments of understanding. Um, I feel personally, and I've seen it in my own life, that when I have them in their neat little boxes, I limit what Jesus can say to me through those things. I hope that, sorry for all this, but it's happening. So Um, I'm learning more and more. It's wonderful to have learned certain things, but then I was even talking to the worship team, and um, I think so often our knowledge and our precision and even our expertise, um, we can depend on that in what we've learned and in, in the topics. And it's, it's funny. I mean, I can be honest with you guys all the time, but um, when he said, Jesus, the living word, I got so excited it was a couple of few months ago, and I was like, yes, yes. And I felt like he said topical teaching, because I had a picture of what that meant. <laughs> and then, um, bit by bit, alone with him, he got to the core of me. And as much as I am called a teacher, anointed to teach, when he went to the core, that wasn't what he was even what he was talking about. Not that we won't have topics, but when he goes to the core of us and he's looking for that, that volcanic expression, I apologize ahead of time for what I might look like and what might happen because some of you, it may make you uncomfortable. Um, I was honest with the worship team and I'm going to give it to you too. I, I feel awkward, not in this moment, but in this year. Because I very much, um, I'm not a planner, I'm not into details and stuff, but I do like to honor God by doing what I feel He wants done. And yet I feel like even being led by the Spirit is going to change for us this year. And you struck on some things, Alex, even as you exhorted, you, you talked about not saying words, that you were one of your resolutions was that you weren't going to say words you didn't mean. And... I feel really strongly about that because I thought about even how we categorize worship musically. And we will sing and sing and sing, I call you Lord. I call you Lord. It's no condemnation. You know, just, I'm just putting my heart out there. Um, I call you Lord. And, and, we, and then we say we're in worship right now and we're calling him Lord in worship. But what, am I, what does my Kathy's behavior say? Is he Lord? As I act out my life, even as I sat with him over the holidays and he kind of smudged the lines on my understanding of Jesus, the living word. 
and he was like, I don't, I don't want you to move forward the way you know how to move forward. I want you to let me guide you. And I began to see that the greatest act of worship is to actually let the Holy Spirit guide my life. To actually let him guide my life. And so for me, even as a worship, as a worshiper and a musical worshiper and a person with a psalmist heart, that's going to change some of my pictures as we move forward. Um, so I, I, I hope you all hear my heart tonight because I really feel like um, so is a very distinct space um, for God to take people who are serious and unleash the worship that he's filled us with. Jesus, the living word, is going to speak to our hearts in ways and he's going to inspire us in ways that some of the actions, as we release them, they may not feel common or comfortable or familiar and This is one of the things that when I first got baptized in the Spirit, I was shocked at the dramatic change. I had searched for a few years, and um, I didn't really know what I was searching for. I thought I was searching for tongues so I could pray just totally in God's will. What I got was far more than tongues. And it literally um, exploded my life. I'd been so, you know, kind of shy and just like I would have never dreamed. I just wasn't looking for ministry. I wasn't, I wasn't looking for anything except for I need to pray for people I love. And that's where I think wherever your heart is at, whatever your search is, let Jesus blow it up. Let him take it beyond what you thought it was going to be. Um, and so... What that means is in this space, perhaps on Wednesday nights, or maybe as a result of what happens in this space, you may find your expressions changing dramatically. Don't try and force it. That's the biggest thing I would say. That you, This is the whole point of yielding to the Holy Spirit. But sometimes yielding to the Holy Spirit has to go beyond what we have learned. Because what I found was through the years... As beautiful as that initial explosion was, sometimes you can mature out of the freedom. I don't believe I've gone all the way out of the freedom, but I think sometimes protocols and expectations of others, and it gets louder than the voice of Jesus. Jesus knew how to handle that. I don't believe he ran away from church. He didn't run away from the synagogue. But he had a lot of happenings outside of the synagogue. And so I think if really we're going to be the the dwelling, we're going to let worship happen, then I feel like even musical worship, I, I believe the earth is melodic because humans live here. And Jesus lives in us, and God is the melody of life. So there should be profound music, day and night. Day, I mean, there is, out, in, out there. The stars sing, everything has a melody. 
And the greatest of melodies is us with Jesus inside. So what I want to encourage you all is as we let the, the eruption happen at the core of our being, our lives are going to change and the way that our lives express is going to dramatically affect when we come together and begin to release songs. That actually made me feel giddy, just like I had like a... Because I literally saw like everybody in this room, you got songs to write. Jesus, the living word, is the lyrics, right? To songs. So anyways, I don't think I'm going to push any further with that. I know it's early, but I just, um, I feel like we've introed into... And so I just, I really want to encourage you guys. I want you to be um, receptive, open, um, fiercely unafraid. (laughs) It's okay if you feel awkward. Welcome to my world. Um, Even, I mean... Thanks. Um, and I encourage you, as the eruptions are taking place, you'll have probably, um, and I am saying this by the Spirit, you're going to have memories that pop up of things that have probably been said to you, either by God or by other people that have spoken by the Spirit, and maybe at the time you didn't think they spoke by the Spirit, but they did. And so he'll bring back pictures that you can reflect on and I encourage you if you're not um, a journaler and you don't have to be a journaler like I'm a journaler be a journaler like you're a journaler but document we have the blessing of the written word because people chose to write down what God said to them and and yes this is the church fathers have put it together so I'm not you understand I'm not adding to this However, this should provoke something that continues the voice of God to move inside of our hearts as he gives us not just directions and and insights, but provocation. To be moved in and moved on by the Spirit of God provokes us. It incites us. You know, people that riot and and, you know, do destruction and stuff, they are incited. Being incited is not a bad thing. It's just been taken over by wrong spirits. All things existed first through God. So being, having provocation and being provoked to movement originally was the movement of the Holy Spirit in mankind to move him into action. God blew life and inspiration and animation into every fiber of Adam. And he wants to do that with us too. Not just through the doctrine we've read and had taught to us. But he wants to use those teachings, those doctrines, to provoke us into our truest selves. This word, when Jesus took the scrolls, He found himself there. He found himself there. And it provoked him to movement and obedience. 
a yieldedness that was his act of worship to Father God. So, I love you guys. I ask you to go somewhere with me this year. Um, And I say it kind of Abrahamically, like, I don't really know where we're going, but I think as we get there to each of the places, we'll realize what is God and what isn't. And, um, and really don't, don't worry about trying to figure out, are, are you okay in this public setting? Just trust God. See, we think we know what worship looks like, what healing ministry looks like, what prayer looks like, what a church service looks like. Really? Y'all with me? So I'm going to just pray now and... Um, Father God, we trust you. I trust you. I trust you. I have found you my entire life to be trustworthy. I'm watching you move in my life and in my family's life. And you're so faithful. And so what can I do but trust you? And so I submit my earth the earth of my body, my existence, to you that you would touch me to the core. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you can cause me, you can cause each one of us to recognize the touch of our Savior, the love and the loving touch of our Heavenly Father. And I thank you ahead of time, Father, for the ways that you will move in each one of us that will bring beauty and salvation to the paths we're each on. We love you, Father God. You are so worthy of an adoration and a devotion that goes so far beyond what anything I've ever seen. And so I pray in the name of Jesus that we would allow that to happen in this gathering, in this school, in this space, I pray, Father, that you would be honored beyond anything we've ever seen. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen.